Welcome to the Mormon Mompreneur Podcast. Mormon Mompreneur is a home for women of faith who desire to be strengthened in motherhood and empowered in business. We thrive off of talking with other women with unique experiences and vision who have felt guided by the divine to bring about remarkable things at home and abroad. I'm really excited today to introduce you to my guest, Randy Garrett of Randy Garrett Design. She's an interior designer, a famed Instagrammer, mama of five, desert dweller, and happens to be one of my favorite sister-in-laws. I used to live by Randy in Arizona, and this was long before she was wowing everyone on Instagram. And her house was always amazing, especially during the holidays. I'm missing that I don't get to be there during Halloween this year. It's my favorite. Her decor makes you feel fancy and at home all at the same time. So welcome, Randy. Thanks for taking the time to chat with us. Hey, thanks so much for having me. You made me sound way more fabulous than I really am. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start at the very beginning with you. And tell me, is this the first time you've thought of design? Or how did you first get into this whole design business? Well, this is not the first time I've thought of design. My degree is actually in elementary education. I love children. And so that was kind of always been a passion. But design has always been a passion as well. I can remember as a little girl sweeping the dirt in my backyard with my sister setting up house and like (laughs) spending hours just making our dream houses in the backyard with stuff that we had around the house. Same thing with Barbies. We'd spend hours setting up our little houses and then I'd say to my sister, I'm done. Like I've made my house and now it's finished. And she's like, we didn't ever play. (laughs) This is the fun part is setting up the house. Right. And so It's always been kind of something that I've enjoyed and has always been a passion of mine. And I've seen that to be true. Long before Instagram, right? You have always um, had the design in you. Your house is fabulous. (laughs) 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 Always has been. What I love about it, though, is that your reason behind design isn't to take a picture of it, but it's more because you want your kids and your husband to feel at home there. And that's my favorite part about your design and what you're doing. So you've always been a designer in your heart, and now you have this really great online business where you're showing your house and helping other people design their home. So how did this all start for you on a business standpoint? Like you said, I have five children, and I've been a stay-at-home mom for the last 16 years, and I've loved every minute of it. Well, maybe not every minute, but most (laughs) minutes. And just as in preparation for my youngest going to kindergarten, I just started thinking about what I wanted to do with my time. I didn't want to just be taking loads of laundry and going to the grocery store all the time. I wanted to do something more than that with my time when the kids were in school. And so just kind of in preparation, I thought, you know, I don't want to go back and teach. I want to do something different. I want to kind of stretch myself. Like you said, I really love design. And so I thought, well, maybe I'll go back and get my interior design degree or do something like that. And I've always wanted to make a book of all of our family traditions. Design in general, I think, is very tradition-based. Growing up, my mom designed different things for the holidays. So I thought, maybe what I'll do is I'll start an Instagram account. I won't tell anybody about it. And I'll just put my pictures in there of things that I've designed in my own home and just kind of keep it as a portfolio for myself. So that way, if I did do design, then I'd have like a portfolio to show people. 
So I didn't even tell my mom or my sisters. The only person I told was my husband. And I started an Instagram account, not knowing much about Instagram. I kind of was playing around with a few of the buttons. And I accidentally linked all of my Facebook followers to my Instagram account. So I announced (laughs) to all of my Facebook friends that I had an Instagram account. So it kind of just announced to my small little world that I was doing this when I didn't really want to. But I've been on Instagram for about a year and a half, and it's been amazing to find that so many people share the same passion that I have, that we want to make our homes beautiful. We want to create this feeling of warmth and invitation to not only to our family, but to our friends. I think that that just really resonates with people, especially to women who are born nurturers and just want to make people feel welcomed in their home. Since we do spend so much time there, it makes us happier when we enjoy the surroundings that we are in. I love that you thought no one was going to find out (laughs) (laughs) that you had an Instagram account because people did and (laughs) they love it and they love you and they love your design. And I feel like you have a real knack for making you feel pretty fancy, but feel at home. So it's very approachable. I love it. So what was the turning point for you in Instagramming, hoping no one would find out? (laughs) I would say that Instagram was a good starting point for me because I really like to be behind the scenes. I'm not really a limelight type of a person. And so Instagram just allows you to share a little snippet of your life and a part of you. It kind of gave me the confidence to go forward and people do like my things. And it kind of just gave me that push to go farther with it. Because Instagram, you just get a snippet of information. I was finding that people wanted to know more and I wanted to share more about how a certain design or a certain tablescape came to be. But it's really hard to do that in a small square on Instagram. And so a blog just kind of seemed like the next natural step. I started a website almost a year ago. On Instagram, I don't spend a ton of time anymore. I will, I'll post usually once or twice a day and it doesn't take me very long to do that. And the posts I put on there usually have something to do with what's going on on my website. On my website, it takes me longer just because it's new to me. And so I'm still kind of learning and trying to perfect that. But I really try to only work on Wednesdays when my kids are all in school and try to get my blog post done then. Jack's at school, my youngest, he's at school for three and a half hours. So I work those three and a half hours and then I spend some nights editing pictures and doing my blog posts. Asking a mom how much time she spends on stuff a day is always a tricky question, right? Because yes, <laughs> it's in the in-between, right? That you get things done. That's what I found for me. So do you have any insider Instagram tips? You started out a novice, but now you're <laughs> a genius. I would say that people see through the pictures. Be true to who you are because you can just see people's personalities through these pictures. They can read right through it. So be true to who you are. Don't put stuff out there that isn't who you are or who you want to represent. Share stuff that is quality that you want to be known for. That's kind of an obvious thing, but just share things that you want to have people keep coming back for. Also, it helps when you are reaching out to other people. Be social. Compliment other people's work and respond to questions and comments and be polite. If there's somebody who makes a negative comment, I've really been so lucky. I haven't had a lot of negative comments. People are very kind. But there's been a few where I could have snapped back or said something snotty. And instead, I've just said, thank you so much for taking the time to make a comment. I appreciate your opinion. And so don't be negative. Just be positive. And if it's something that you don't like and you don't want to respond to, just simply delete the comment. So I would say my three tips would be to put good quality photos out there. Be social. 
polite, you know, interact with other people. And then the third one I would say that's been really beneficial is to use hashtags. And hashtags are awesome because they can help people find you. So say somebody is going on for fall decor and they want to know how to do a fall mantle scape for their mantle. If they type in fall mantle, then images will pop up that are related to that search. And so it just helps people find you and your niche. Also, if you are working with companies, it's a nice way for companies to recognize you. If you're using a product of theirs and you hashtag home goods, then they will recognize you. And it also presents an opportunity for them to feature you on their site, which will in turn create more followers. Those are some fantastic tips for Instagram. I think that you can get caught up in how you think other people are going to perceive you instead of just being yourself. And I think that's one of the reasons why you have gone so far is that it's very authentic. Who you are is very apparent on your account. And I love that because it makes me feel like I'm hanging out with you. (laughs) Thank you. It is hard. Let me just say this one thing, though, that what you see on Instagram, or at least on my Instagram account, is not everyday life like that. Of course, I'm not going to put a picture of what my house looks like after we just had dinner and my kitchen is a bomb disaster. People don't want to see that. They know what that looks like because they live it in their life. And so my pictures are not a representation of how I live. It's to inspire you to decorate your home and then go and live in it. We're real too. Just remember that. (laughs) Squares that look perfect that they're really not. That's true. And that's true. It is real life. And that's kind of hard. So how do you balance that? How do you balance keeping a real house and an Instagram house at the same time? (laughs) (laughs) That's like the million dollar question, right? Actually, I wrote a blog post about this because I think a lot of people think that because you have children or pets or whatever, a dirty husband, that you can't have a nice home. And I think once the kids are gone for the day and they've helped kind of get the house in order and do they do their morning jobs and things, that's when I take my pictures is when the house is empty. It's really hard to try to take a picture, you know, when they're in the home. The balance between an Instagram house and a real house is remembering who you're decorating and who you're creating this home for. It's not for your viewers who want to see a perfect home. It's for my family who lives in it. That's where we're creating memories. So the reason I want to create this nice house is so that they have a place where they can create memories that they will look back and feel, I liked my house because it felt orderly. There's a special piece about it because things were run orderly. I think that's what Instagram is, why it's so great is because you can get on for a few minutes and really make some great connections. What kind of connections have you made on Instagram and how has that changed your business? I've made some amazing connections on Instagram. Some of my best friends, actually, I've met through Instagram. I was able to come in contact with this little circle of friends. We all have the same passion for design and we all started started our Instagram accounts at the same time and then our websites at the same time. And those connections have been really powerful as I've gone through this journey because we've been able to help each other. When somebody has a question, we ask around and kind of bounce ideas off of each other and really have kind of propelled each other forward. Just outside that design circle, there's viewer followers too, who I've made some really fun connections with because they're the people who you're doing it for. It's fun to see people who want to learn things about design and are wanting to learn from you. And I've made connections with people who have said, you know, I'm not a creative person, but because of your ideas and things, I can recreate that in my own home. It's been fun. It's full circle. It's people who share my same desires and passions and then people who want to accumulate them also. 
it's just been great to see that there are so many wonderful people out there who are kind-hearted, good people. What I have found about being a more mompreneur is that you can be in your home and dedicate three hours a week or whatever time you have, and you can make a difference, like an actual difference in someone's life across the globe just by following the promptings and doing the little things that you're talented in. Yours isn't little, but you have a talent for design. And I think one of your gifts is being authentic and warm, and that comes across. And so you're able to make a difference. Well, and this is another thing. So side note, I was just really, I can't remember whose talk it was. I can remember, but right the second, it's not coming to my mind. But he talked about how the world needs Mormon women. Do you remember who? Elder Nelson. It is what what Mormon Mompreneur is based on. (laughs) When I heard his talk, I was like, this is what we're doing. And this is what we need because we can influence people. I remember listening to that talk thinking, I don't have a lot of opportunity to connect with other people who aren't members of the church. So when this Instagram started, I all of a sudden had all these connections with people who aren't members of the church. And I've never come out and said, hey, I'm a Mormon. But people know that. They've been able to glean things from me. They can tell that I'm different just because of the things that I post and the things I say and do in my dealings with them. That's been such an amazing blessing in my life to connect with other women who aren't of our faith and to see that there are so many good people still out in the world. You see things on the news and you think like, oh, everything is so sad and everybody's losing faith. But really, there's so many women out there who want to have good homes and are good people. Well, I think that that is what Elder Nelson was talking about is that We live in this super amazing age where we can have a great influence on people and it can be from our home at an unprecedented amount, right? You have 100,000 followers and you can be an example to them just by living your life, how you believe and bring people to Christ that way. So how has your faith played a role in your decision making as a designer? My faith is everything. And so our home is kind of where it all happens. And I grew up in a home where tradition was so important. And when I started my own family, I wanted to create those same traditions and and things with my own family. So you've been able to have an amazing influence just by being who you are and bearing testimony through your words on Instagram. What would you say to one of our listeners, let's say she's just starting or she's just thinking about starting, what advice or encouragement would you give her? Go for it. Like absolutely start (laughs) it and do it because the world needs more good voices out there. And like we said earlier, be true to who you are, put content out there that reflects who you are and what you believe. And don't be afraid of what other people will think. People will be connected to you or drawn to you because you're sharing who you are. Don't be nervous about that. Just go for it. And I second that. Just go for it. I remember talking to Randy about her dream and wanting to do this. And I was so excited because she's got so much talent. And I think the world needs you. And it's true. It does need you. So I'm glad that you acted. So my last question that I love to ask is, how have you seen the Lord's hand in your business? That's a really good question. (laughs) The answer is yes, of course. Because this is such a huge change from being a stay-at-home mom for the last 16 years to all of a sudden really having this be a business and a full-time job, I've questioned, is this the path that I should really be on? You know, is this really worth it? Is this worth giving that time 
to this rather than to my children and to my family. So many times I felt like I'm just going to quit. This is not worth it. There's so much time. And is anybody really reading my stuff? Do they really care? Am I making a difference? Something will happen and I will just know that I need to keep going. So I'll give an example of I love doing tablescapes. We all have to eat. Like we all <laughs> the daily tasks. And so I just really love setting a fancy table and spoiling those who are at my table. It's one of those things that I think is just a way to elevate daily living. I came in contact with this woman who is a dish company rep. She lives like 30 minutes from my house. And so she was able to give me sample dishes so that I could style them and take photos of different tablescapes and things without it costing me money. She said, I can't believe that you live here in the Valley. She said, we have stores and boutiques all over the country and you're here. And so I can work with you and do these things because you're here. That's just one example of a window being opened that I don't know, I would never have have seen. There's been so many. It's just, but really more than anything, it's just finding balance, but feeling like this is the path that I should be on and not maybe knowing why or what the end result will be, but just that for now, this is, this is where I need to go. We talk about this on our blog a lot because I think with the idea of a Mormon mompreneur, it's a little bit uncomfortable because our first role is of in our faith and then second is our role as a mom. It's a very tough line to walk because we are so dedicated to being a good mom and making sure our home is how we're supposed to be. But in a an Ensign article, it talks about the working mom because there's so many different ways you could work, right? You do it through Instagram at your house. The line that we always go back to is pray about it and once you get that confirmation, you can go forward with confidence. And it's just the little doors that open that you know that you're on the right track. And no one can do that for you. Like, no one can yeah. tell you you're doing it right or wrong. You have to figure it, that out. It's true. And there's a, there's a quote that always comes to my mind when I'm feeling like, is my scale tipped the wrong direction? And it's that quote I know you guys have all heard before. No success can compensate for failure in the home. And so if I ever feel like that is tipped the wrong direction, that's kind of like my self-check. What is my focus and is the focus really what's important? We talked about this, but my focus and my, my whole reason for doing this is this is the way I live. I live by setting nice tables for my family. I didn't just start doing this to show Instagram people that I do this. This is how we live. I just wanted to share daily things that you can do for your family that make your daily family life more enjoyable. If you remember your focus while you're doing it, my focus was my family and I do these things for my family and you can do it too for your family. But if the fluff is overtaking your purpose, then you've got it backwards. Just remember that little quote. (laughs) Uh, That's perfect because I think that if it's a good litmus test, if we are feeling out of balance, we do need to think about it. You know, we do need to check and make sure that we are giving the right attention to the right people. Randy, thank you so much for being with me and chatting with me. I wish we were together. Um, (laughs) But Randy is one of my favorite people, and I really admire who she is. And I can attest that every time I went over, this is again before Instagram, she would have a beautiful table laid out, not just for the grownups, but she had a beautiful child table laid out that had things for the kids to play with before they ate and things like that. And it is how she lives And I'm blessed to be able to partake of that. Thanks, Randy, for being with us. And thank you so much for for including me and for, like I said, making me look way more fabulous than I am. (laughs) 
Well, thanks for tuning in with us on the Mormon Mompreneur Podcast, where we talk to women of faith, motherhood, and business in that order. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on the Mormon Mompreneur Podcast. Check out our other episodes and learn from other women of faith, motherhood, and business as they share their unique stories and experiences. Go to www.mormonmompreneur.com or the iTunes store to learn more.